I have heard um, many of us have come down to volunteer to help with this world. Do you, is that a perspective that you share? I do. Yeah. I don't I totally believe that's very true mm-hmm. that there's people in human form, but also angels and mm-hmm. beings of light that are assisting oh, so many sources of help through this whole evolutionary process that is occurring right now. Wow. Yeah. I believe there's a lot of help. Yeah. That receiving. That's nice to hear. <laughs> Feels <Yeah>. uplifting. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. I have Kate Hartsong with me today. How you doing, Kate? Oh, I'm awesome. Thank you. And it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you, Lauren. Absolutely. Thanks for being on the show. So Kate is known as the confidence coach, and she's an author, a speaker, a teacher, and she's got a lot of wisdom um, just on kind of like what's going on in the world right now and how we can participate, how we can adjust. And she she helps people in so many different ways. I really rather, of course, just hand the mic over to you and and you tell us who you are and what you're doing, what, what work you're doing on the earth right now. Okay. Well, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Uh, it is, again, such a joy to be here. I will start by sharing just very briefly. My background used to be as an accountant. And about oh, 12, 15 years ago or so, I had the inner guidance and push to shift and totally change my career and to quit my accounting job and start as a coach. But I had so much fear and I didn't listen to my inner guidance. And as a result, two years later, I actually got laid off, which ended up being a great blessing. You know how the universe is, the old two by four. And that got me really on track on the authentic life that I live now. Um, where I am working as a confidence coach, and I'm also a financial coach, certified in both areas, and um, also an author. Um, That happened about 20 years ago, unexpectedly. (laughs) When I was in deep meditation, I was drawn to grab a pad of paper and a pen, And I just had this sense of words and wisdom coming through. And so I just followed my guidance again and started what I call automatic writing or channeling. Mm. And it turns out, long story short, I was able to produce two books and publish them. So my most recent book, which I feel so honored to be the messenger and my first book as well, but my first book. My second book is the one that has helped guide me to support others in how we can navigate these crazy times. And it's called Humanity's Cry for Change, Actions You Can Take to Create a New Earth. And so I feel through the channeling uh, from my guides, the wisdom is so, uh, so needed this day and age because there's so much upheaval. So that's what I work on really mainly uh, working as a coach and also as an author and, you know, being a guest like here on this podcast to share with people 
many things that they can do to make their life easier and also how do we navigate these crazy times on the planet definitely yeah and we talk a lot about that on the show anyone who's familiar and listens often knows i always ask my guests like what's your perspective what's going on so we could dive into that i guess really quickly just not really quickly (laughs) actually no i always say that as long as we want we've got time (laughs) but what is your perspective what's going on um you know, there's always been crazy things that have happened, but it seems right now, even it's happening faster and more close together. Yes. And, um, you know, we all have our individual experience, but collectively we're feeling it and observing it too. And so it does seem like a lot of systems are being shook up and, you know, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity and good things, but it's hard when we're going through that. Right. So what, what is up with all this change? (laughs) Yes. Change is the big word. It always has been, but it's even more so now, Lauren. Uh, Essentially, what we're going through is a massive evolutionary leap where we're going from the age of Pisces for the 2000-year age Pisces, which was predominantly, well, it's characterized by a male dominance, competitiveness, aggression, thinking that we're separate, uh, that men and women are not equal, that other people, if they're different colors, uh, they're not equal. And just a lot of depth of war and tyranny and anger and aggression. And that, by the very nature of humanity, and by the very nature of the creator, always going through change, this... 2000 year cycle cannot exist anymore. And we are now going into the age of Aquarius, which is really characterized by uh, collaboration, love, harmony, peace, recognizing everyone is the same, uh, recognizing unity, uh, recognizing we're interconnected and you know, unity consciousness, and to have respect and reverence for all life, including the plants and animals, our dear Mother Earth. But Lauren, as you may very well know, (laughs) a shift just does not happen from one day to the next. So all of us are right in the middle of this huge shift. So in order for the new to come in, in order for Uh, age of Aquarius and the the new earth to come in, the old paradigms that no longer work, which you already mentioned, are starting to crumble. They must uh, come to the surface to be seen, to be exposed, to be looked at, and then to be dismantled, naturally to be dismantled. And that's why things are so much more in an upheaval than ever before. And so it is very, very shaking individually and also on the planet, like you mentioned, the collective consciousness. And, you know, many of us who are sensitives or empaths can really, really feel the turbulence of this. I am always very optimistic that we will reach by design We will reach the age of Aquarius, but in order to get there, the work needs to be done and it entails a lot and entails a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think 
whether you're woo woo or not, you can see each yeah. sector is really being shook up, right? With COVID or vaccines, you look at the healthcare system and then, you know, we've got crypto coming in, digital currency, that's going to come into the banking system, right? Then you've got homeschooling and schooling being shooken up. Like every, it's almost like every single, our farming or supply chain, every single sector of our society is being looked at. And it feels like simultaneously, which can be so overwhelming. But like you said, there's, it's, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, like this world's going to hell, but it's like, well... <laughs> Like you said, it has to be looked at or exposed so we can improve it. And there yes. are a lot of really amazing things happening and people growing food for themselves or starting hybrid schools. Or I mean, there's a lot of cool things happening, um, yeah. but it's shaky in the middle of it, right? So yes, what yeah. are your some tips that you can offer? Maybe your guides have, have given you to, to message you know, to the world. Like, what can we do? Because some days I'm like, yeah, like I'm optimistic. But then other days I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so stressful. Like it's just yeah. too much to take in. So what can we do to kind of like keep balanced? <laughs> yes. There's many things we can do. I'll cover a couple things. First and foremost, certainly acknowledge and be aware of yourself. Mindful living is more crucial now than ever being in a mindfulness and observance of ourselves on how am I showing up? How do I feel? What's my body telling me? Because we don't want to ignore that we're feeling bad. And we all know we always have life's ups and downs. Sometimes we feel better than other days. Sometimes there's more commotion happening on a collective basis than others. But when we can be in a place of mindfulness, that's where we can then recognize I am, for example, I am feeling really shook up today mm. and I I'm don't poo poo it. Don't stuff it. Acknowledging it is so important. And then take the next step, which would be a number of and I'll give you some examples, but there's so many things we can then do to get ourselves back into balance. One thing is just a simple breathing. I know it's so basic, but we always talk about it, but it's true. Getting into a breath, and I learned this awesome technique of as you breathe in, breathe in on a count of four, and then hold it for a moment, and then breathe out on a count of eight. In four and out eight and doing this for like two or three minutes it's incredible it, it really yeah. physiologically calms the person down it does. Yeah. that's one technique another technique is to do your own personal work if you're willing to recognize any old wounds childhood stuff challenges uh, being in observance of yourself, are you being triggered over something? And then take the time, maybe talk to a good friend, or maybe a person needs counseling, uh, maybe just a simple self-help book, whatever it takes to go through whatever healing. This is really crucial because the more uh, people who do our inner work, the actual healing, this not only makes us feel better, but it raises our vibration. Yeah, I can see. And you it know. can help 
yeah. the world helps the collective heal, right? Because if everyone's doing that. Precisely. Yeah. So the more each one of us can do our own inner work, we feel better. Those around us feel better. And yes, Lauren, the whole collective also benefits. And this is why I'm so optimistic in the midst of all this craziness and why I am so passionate with the work I do to help people to step fully into their power, do their inner work so that they can feel better. Their vibration increases more of the higher level of respect, kindness, love, more calm, inner peace, less stress. And then that does beautifully impact the collective consciousness. So I really stress if a person thinks they themselves cannot make a change, please know that you can because we are all interconnected. And what if the, oh, 500 million or a billion people do this work, which more and more people are awakening to doing this, that impacts it on a collective basis. Mm -hmm. And that's where the shift comes in. And we're smack in the middle of it. More and more people are awakening. You can tell my enthusiasm with this. That's so good. We need it. We need people like yeah. you to remind us, like, you know, there's, there's so much opportunity. And I think anyone knows with like growth, you have to have discomfort and yeah. change. Yeah. And yeah, it's such an important topic. I'd, Thank you for your tips and um, explanation earlier. I'm curious um, to talk about the term a new earth because, you know, I'm familiar like my probably the book that kind of really piqued my interest in spirituality and, and woke me up years and years ago was Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. Yes, you know, The Power yes. of Now, of course, these are just classics and and good beginning books to, to introduce you to some of these things. Yeah. But, you know, and he was he was ahead of this kind of more trend that's being talked about now. Right. And we're human. So we have to just use words that some people say it's a phony using the great awakening or a new earth, but there's validity to it. Um, things are changing. People are waking up and it, it is shifting. So do you really think like it's going to be a new earth? Like, I mean, have you gotten, um, you know, channeling or downloads, like really we are shifting into a new earth. It's not just some fun spiritual term, right? Right. It is not just a fun spiritual okay. term. For me, it means the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So just very briefly, there's a, a 26,000 year cycle that has happened over and over again through the whole history of however long you man or the planet earth has been here 26,000 year cycle. And within there, there's a uh, 12 cycles and they actually correspond with the astro uh, the astrological signs. And so each one is about approximately 2000 years. So it is actually by design that we're getting out. Like I mentioned from the Pisces age, into the Aquarius age. And for me and others will say, yes, that is the new earth. And the new earth would represent where we have reverence for the mother earth and that we do recognize that we can get energy that is free and we do not have to have large corporations being so much in control. And it's all about money 
that all it's all about me and I have to take care of myself because there may not be enough. No, it's the paradigm. There's so much for everyone and the unity consciousness and again the the characteristics of the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So the new earth would be where we can and do feel safe with our children walking on the earth or walking, taking a uh, walk in the neighborhood because they really are safe Mm -hmm. because people honor and are kind and respectful and that the ego is not so much in control. That's another aspect of the new earth. The ego is important, but we have the ego being run by the heart and not the mind and getting away from the mind control And so many other aspects. But yes, the new earth is real and it can come. Yeah. And something else that adding to that is the new children being born. Yeah. They have a new DNA, crystalline changes and all that, which I'm sure you're quite familiar with. Yeah. I mean, would you mind just expanding? I've heard that from many Um I'd like to think my daughter is. She's almost two, and I actually have another one on the way. And um, oh, congratulations! Yeah. yeah, and I've been told that it's uh, this one's first time here. So it'll be interesting to see if we can tap into that when she's a little older. But um, I have heard, you know, people have heard term like indigo children, star children, or now crystalline, or just higher conscious beings coming in to help with this change, right? Um, yeah. And they're going to be really helping us even like kind of grow and, and wake up more. But yeah, like, are they kind of being sent down to aid in this? Yes, I believe it is all part of the plan that the old paradigm at one point, certain things did work, but because of the shifts and the fluidity of the energy and the fluidity and shifts of the consciousness that requires new uh, people to have new levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. higher vibration. And that is what's happening with the new children. And it's been happening for quite some time. I don't know how, I really don't know details, but sure. for many, many decades, but even more so now mm-hmm. where they're actually even coming in with a different um uh, not as much carbon as it is more crystalline. That's interesting. Um, and and more, uh, uh, yeah, different consciousness. Being able to think what you and I would label, thinking outside of our old boxes. Yeah, <laughs> so they are here being able to, they have the capacity to really come up with new solutions, mm-hmm. how we can run the whole planet or how can we run a corporation and that is holistic and caring for all. So different management styles, different ways of showing up, different processes, uh, you know, uh, yeah. How do we grow food? How can we share energy? Electric cars are coming in more and more. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of new changes they're bringing in for us. It's fascinating. It'll be interesting to see, like, yeah. <laughs> to observe that, right? Yeah. Um, that'll be really interesting. Gosh, um, do you think that, like, it's hard? 
I'm trying to figure out where I want to take the conversation. I do want to touch on finances too, because you said you haven't spoken a lot about that on my show, but before we move on, just, is there anything else about the new earth? Like any messages from your guides that you want to share? Just like, I don't know. It's such a big topic yet. I feel like we have kind of summarized it, but it's just, it's just so much right now. And I think, you know, do you feel like, um, everyone's in different places and I feel like it's best that we honor that, right? Like it's helped me a lot with, um, yeah, I used to post a lot like years ago, like political and things like that. Now I really don't almost believe in anything I hear. It's hard for, you know, on the news or anything, but like, do you feel like, everyone's at a different level of, of their awakening and how do we like work together yet honor ourselves and also honor where somebody else is. Cause Oh no, what I was going to say with the children coming in, it'll be interesting to see like what, like my or other parent relationships are with like their children, you know, for my parents, I'd say they're pretty like aware and awake hip, but also, you know, I found a struggle with some of these types of topics. They're kind of like, mm, I don't know. And they're still believing just like everything on the news. And you know, that, that can get really tricky, like with family. Um, and I'm not saying like, I'm right and they're wrong, but how do we, you know, it's just different generational part of us just always been like that in society. Right. But I do think yeah. with the spiritual awakening, it does play a part in politics. It does. And, and, you know, we could get into all the conspiracy theories, but it, it is all linked together and these paradigms. So not really framing my question well, but I guess how do we try, how do we be like loving beings, but also deal with that tension with like our parents or older generations where they're looking at us like you guys are crazy, like star people or something. (laughs) Oh, that's a good question, Lauren. I think there would be many answers to that. Uh, What comes to mind is me as an awakened person or anyone in your audience who is awakened or becoming awakened, when we can truly anchor into the idea that I am no better than anyone else, wherever they are, on their path is just fine for them. This is part of the respect and honoring and just allowing and just recognizing it is what it is. I am where I am. You are where you are. If we can be from the place of, well, unity consciousness of recognizing we are all in this together, yet we are all interconnected. And if I can just honor you, As long as what you do doesn't directly impact me in a negative way, I mean, what harm is it to let someone else be where they're at? Right. When there's tension, let it be as it may. The more we focus on tension, the bigger it will get. The more we focus on neutrality and kindness and love, the bigger that will get. So it's a complicated answer, but... And kind of like what you're feeding, what where you put your energy is going to feed that. So if you're focusing on yeah. the negative, it'll feed that more. Right. Yeah. So if the more people who are protesting out of anger and they put their anger in towards a peace march, well, that's counterproductive. That is interesting, isn't that? <laughs> that is. Because, yeah, because the more we focus on something, the bigger it gets. Mm-hmm. This is just quantum physics. It's just true. natural law. 
So if we can focus on ourselves doing that own our own personal work, and when we're feeling okay, if we can do the best we can to be in high vibration, and there's a wonderful exercise that we can do on that. It's simple. It's just be in gratitude for everything. That always raises our vibration. And the more our vibration is high, well, the more frequently and consistently it's higher, we again contribute to the collective consciousness. Others around us feel that energy and they can feel the the kindness and the love. They may or may not want to be around it. Maybe they're so low in their vibration, it might kind of rub up mm. against, but they still kind of like, you know how you feel when you walk into a room and there's someone really charismatic and, oh, you just love to be around them. And like all these people gather around, we can feel other people's energies. So if we can definitely nurture our own energy into high vibration, then this is going to help. And if there's tension, if we can just be in a place of honoring where the other person is, you know, there's, there's, yeah. That's a good, yeah. And I love the brought up gratitude. That's been a huge part of my growth, I think, is just like there's always something to be grateful for. And the more you practice it, the more you keep practicing it, I guess, if it makes sense. Like it, I don't know, it's been life-changing for me and just – focusing on that gratitude especially in a world where it feels like there's all this crap going on but there's still beautiful trees the sun rises every day there's still so much to be grateful for right and um i heard that gratitude is one of the higher vibrations i loved that i thought that's really cool yes yeah yeah i i've always been in a place of gratitude but ever since covid i have even more like how wonderful to just have water at our fingertips mm. at the kitchen sink, or yeah. I can take a shower every day, yep. or I have electricity, yeah. or my car runs. I've got great friends. I'm healthy. I have access to healthy food. Yes, like you say, there's so much to be grateful for. And that can help re- bring us back into remembrance, mm-hmm. remembrance of the good that we are and how well we're taken care of by spirit. Yeah. Again, that just radiates out to others. And when we're in that high place, we can support others like, oh, you know, if you're at a grocery store, just offer silently mm-hmm. love to the other person and smile yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. They benefit and yes. this is another way we can make positive change. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. I haven't done that in a while. Sometimes I'll do it. I heard that somewhere else too. And I, during COVID, I think, yeah, like you said, there's some silver linings, definitely like just with our health. My God, like being appreciative of your own health. That's yeah, incredible. But I remember doing that in the grocery store. I would just look at people and I actually almost started like crying. I just... Cause I'm trying to remember, like, you know, it's so easy to, in the society, like, oh, they're doing something wrong or they're annoying me or like yes. road rage or you just get annoyed of people, right? When we're sharing an earth, it's tricky sometimes, but, um, to open your heart up and just as you're driving by people or in the grocery store, I just look at these families and just say like, I love you. Like silently, yes. you know, I would never have thought to do something like that before, but as you become more conscious and, um, yeah. I don't know. It's such a cool thing to do that and pour out to someone or, you know, um, it almost brought me to tears in the grocery store, just looking at like a little family with their child and offering them 
just a moment of, of love. Like how, if we could all do that more. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that cool? It's so easy. And it's easy. And it's so good for them and it's free and it makes us feel good. We are giving and as we give, we receive. And there's such a beautiful intermixing of the energies. And we never know the positive. uh, Let me rephrase this. Sometimes the positive we do for another, we may not know what it does for them. It is a huge, it can make a huge for them that's true you know even people just say if you smile somebody in the elevator you never know they could be having yeah. a bad day that could really help them right yeah. little little offers of gestures of love can Absolutely. go so far yeah i love that um very cool well <laughs> um what can we can we shift i would love if because you said you help people um obviously in many areas but you do you have a background in finance? And I haven't spoken a lot about that on this show, so I actually would be interested to chat a little bit about how that um, play plays out spiritually. Because, you know, money is part of our experience here on Earth. Oh. Um, and I've heard from many, like, it just it comes and goes. It's kind of circulating around, and there's a lot of it, and there's plenty for all. But, you know, some are very poor, some are very rich. There's an imbalance. Um what are your thoughts on like attracting money in and, and a relationship with money? Uh, is, that, is that kind of the area that you help people with money or? I don't, but I can answer to that okay. question. Well, I'd be curious in your perspective. Um, yeah. I can. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll just say something briefly as a coach, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, we have to be careful to not cross the line into psychotherapy. Yeah. And so if I were to go with my clients deep into the reason that they have a bad relationship with money, that may or may not cross the line. Mm -hmm. However, I will say this, which will be a nice way to answer, is money is energy. And really, our relationship with money has everything to do with our beliefs. It has to do with our beliefs about money. It has to do with beliefs about ourselves. Do we feel worthy? Are we able to receive? Are we able to give? Money also has to do so much with the conditioning and the modeling that we got from our parents. And we all know certain phrases that can really mask. It does really influence us like, oh, don't ask me for money. Money doesn't grow on trees. If I were a little kid asking my dad for money or money is the root of all evil. Little kids, when they hear that, they're so impressionable. That's the nature of being a human being from age one to seven. We are so uh, imprinted. We we get conditioned by what we see and what is modeled to us. On the flip side of the coin, if we were taught that money is good and it's really a good thing to have and you're not greedy if you have a lot, as long as you can share this because there is more than enough, then it's going to flow much better. And so really it's it's what is, what is our perspective? Mm-hmm. What is our belief? Mm-hmm. What is our, our hearts tell us? Are we... Is our is our heart open 
to receive more. Why do we want to receive more? Do I want to receive more because I want it all for myself and I want a large house, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't. I would love more money. I would love to have some more, so much money so that I could give and gift and set a foundation up for somebody for college or whatever. So what is your motive around getting a lot of money is what I mean to say. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so there's so many questions that we can explore. And what has our experience been with money? Is it scarce? Or maybe we get a lot of money, but we don't believe we deserve it. So somehow it just gets spent. So there's so many different aspects and dynamics with this whole thing. Oh, that's That's, no, that's no, that's good. And I've heard that before. I like the I've grown into that um, mind frame of I heard that like okay, if you want something, be specific in why you want it, and if you can also give with that, I think you know, the universe will support you more. And I'm not saying you just like say like, I'm going to help somebody so you get it. But truly, if yeah. you truly can believe that in that, um, mm. it's helped me shift. You know, of course, everyone wants to be financially stable and comfortable. It feels good to be comfortable. But I've been asking, you know, please keep me healthy or please allow us to have enough finances so that I can take care of my daughter and, and soon-to-be daughter. Yeah. Helping somebody else, right? Or or so I can give to some somebody else in the future. Right. So I liked that you brought that up, um, intention. Yes. And yeah, money is an interesting one. Uh, just the relationship you have with it and self-worth. You, you touched on that really nicely. Um, I thought this was really cool too. I used to see a medium and I would write her a check and she always told me whenever she got the check, she would like bless it, bless the person. And, um, you know, because she was taking our money but then she she would say, I would um, say a prayer that, you know, you would receive that back tenfold. Like, I thought that was a really cool way to look at it. Yeah. What a loving, you know? kind, mm-hmm. reciprocal act that she did. Yeah. To me, that's a beautiful example of unity consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, as I give, or as I give, I receive. Mm. And I want good for you as well. Right. If we can do that with sincerity, then again, it's in higher vibration. Mm-hmm. We're better able to attract it. It's just really gets down to the law of attraction. Yeah. It's just the way the universe works, just like gravity is the way gravity works. Mm-hmm. The law of attraction works this way too. And yes, as I put out, I could also get back if I set an intention. But then there's that law of giving and receiving exchange or services for money. And that makes it more balanced. Mm -hmm. And it really does flow back and forth. And, you know, everyone gets different amounts and different periods of their life. But it's interesting to, if you view it more like it, it always comes and always goes, I think it, for me personally, it feels it feels like a healthier relationship versus having to feel like you have to hoard it or you have to like put it somewhere. Just yeah. kind of knowing it's always going to be flowing, it's circulating around, and good and, point. You know, you can obviously be more specific with if you'd like more or how you what you want to do with it. But I think that helps me not give it too much power. I guess you just kind of see it as a circulating energy, yeah. like you said, and that's coming 
for me, what you just said, personally, I think that's coming from a space of love Mm. rather than fear. If I feel I have to hoard it, I mean, yes, it's nice to have a savings account. And me as a financial coach, I encourage people to have a savings account. Mm -hmm. But doing it out of great fear and, oh, I've got to hoard, Mm. I've got to get more and more. That's a representation of some belief underneath. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that fear. Totally. Why do I have to hoard it? Why do I have to keep it all to myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some certainly, and we all work, but yeah, they're sharing it too. About the sharing and the yeah. love versus fear. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I did a really good uh, Law of Attraction episode recently with one of the Bob Doyle. He's one of the contributors to The Secret, but he was talking about. Um, you know, belief system, like you said, it's just um, why, why can some people just make so much money and, but you can't, but that's something you're kind of like telling yourself. And I know it's tricky and there's people of different backgrounds and life events that contribute to that. But if you start rewiring your brain and shifting and law of attraction, it'd be, it's interesting to kind of see how things flow. Very true. That is extremely true. And it's, to me, that's what gives me hope. And when I share with my clients, any client, I whether financial or life coach type client, it's the neuroplasticity in the brain that when we can repeatedly feel and say something, we can reverse old conditioning, mm-hmm. which is exactly a perfect demonstration that we are not victims. Yes. <laughs> And that we can make change in our lives. And that can be true Mm -hmm. with finances as well. There's, uh, can I share a short story? Yes, please. Um, Oh, um, a few years ago, a friend of mine told me of her daughter who was poor. She was on welfare. And she was told by someone, I don't remember where she got that wisdom, if she could save just $1 every week put it into a savings account. And the daughter said, yeah, I think I can do that. What it did, not only did she collect $1 a week and later on more, but it told the brain, this is the key. Mm. It told the brain, I am able to save and I am in a consistent habit of saving. So the brain had no doubt a new rewiring Mm -hmm. (laughs) neuroplasticity again, where the brain kind of like, oh, I can say. And you know that this woman, oh, I don't know. I'm going to guess, I don't know, maybe 20 years later, Mm -hmm. she has her own business and she just recently bought the storefront to have her own business. And she's just phenomenal. It's possible. It is possible. It is possible. (laughs) There are a lot of stories like that. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's tricky. There are a lot of people suffering and uh, you want to be sensitive, but I do think there's something to look at with the, you know, like the feeling like a victim and, and that's something everyone works through in their own ways. And hopefully you can get some support with that. But I do think, um, $1 just, it can be very simple. And look what's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good story. Very inspirational. Yeah. It is inspiring, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see um, 
what happens globally with financial stuff too, because there's a lot going on with that with like Bitcoin and, um, you know, all these big corporations and the unbalance of money. Um, yeah. So I think some of this stuff has to crumble so that it's not so imbalanced, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I it's do agree. interesting when you're in the middle of it. <laughs> Isn't it though? Yeah. And that's where if we can fall back on our tools, our techniques, yes, acknowledge how we feel and then let it go and go start using those techniques mm-hmm. that help bring us back into balance. Yeah. Because yeah. in a way, isn't it um, your perception, at least from what you know, it's kind of an illusion. All of this is an illusion is what I've been learning and hearing too. But like even just money and that kind of stuff, like inflation, it's just kind of made up. You know what I mean? If you really think about it or like the worth of our dollar and how it changes. And I mean, it's just kind of made up if you really think about it. I agree with you. Yeah. But then we give it so much power. Yes. Yes. So maybe removing some of that power can actually be really helpful. (laughs) Removing that power and then going back into our own power in my perspective, what can I do to support myself? Mm -hmm. Not by, well, this is my, my perception, not to buy into all of the fear based narratives Mm -hmm. out there. What is my intuition telling me and how, This is something I've been really consistent with working the last few months, and I will continue. How can I stay consistent and in alignment, so in alignment with the all that is, with spirit, so that I can stay as much as possible in high vibration and not buy into the fear, but stay as much as possible in the place of love? That doesn't mean I ignore my upsets. Believe me, I have my share, but the key is we all have to know what tools do we have to then, back, you know, feel the upsets, yes. get the anger out in a healthy way, then get back into balance and what tools, and I know there's so many tools your audience has, we all do, mm-hmm. tap into those tools to get us back into balance mm-hmm. so we can then again do the best we can to stay in that awakened state and high consciousness. Yeah, I like that. That's a good um, recentering, like prayer or mantra, just of, you know, please help me bring me back into alignment of the best, highest good or whatever, you know, you like to say, Um, because it can get so chaotic if you if you feed into that fear. And I think that's basically what's going on, in my opinion, is just in the media. And there's just so much fear. And I really don't think that our nervous systems and our spirits can handle all that all the time. Like there's gotta be a break from that. And that's where we have to either one, have people like you help us remind us, but also look within and do your practices. Yes, totally. Yeah. There's a lot of fear. I I can't even watch the news anymore. It's too much for me. (laughs) I don't, I I don't watch the news. It's very toxic. It's an extreme that, I sometimes miss major news. Oh, wow. I don't yet, but good for you in some aspects. <laughs> I've yeah. And social I'll media. Later, like from a friend or yeah. a Facebook. Right. But yeah, I stay away from the, the negative <sighs> fear-based stuff. And like you say, I agree with you, Lauren, the, the, the intent. I believe the intentional fear that's being created 
which is all the more important to have people like you doing these podcasts that can be very uplifting and the work that I do that can support people and all the other amazing resources that can really help individuals. Yeah. And thank you for the work you're doing for that because yeah, that's was one of my main goals to try to have a positive outlet. And of course we talk about things that aren't always like hundred percent cheery, but it's real, our reality, but then how can we learn and grow and help one another and become balanced and, um, yeah, for everything negative going on, there's so much good happening. Look at all this oh, stuff yeah. going on. It's so cool. Like, so true. It's yeah. just such an opportunity. Um, I feel like maybe this is a good time to kind of pause and and just because you said just like the work that you're doing and um, like what kind of um, before we wrap up. Can you kind of explain, like, if someone's interested in working with you, like, what type of model do you use? Do you do it over Zoom? Do you do it in person? Um, and, like, you said you help people with finances. And, and is it kind of any facet of life or? Yeah. Okay, yes. for the coaching? So I'm, uh, I'm a certified life coach. And so pretty much any area of life I can uh, support a person through, plus the financial coaching Sometimes both. It just depends on the what the client wants. It is very client-led, and I've had training with several things with coaching, but one of them, which is phenomenal, called motivational interviewing. So it's just a wonderful technique that makes people feel so safe, and they do feel safe with me with coaching. And so, yeah, I do offer uh, over Zoom so anyone in the world actually can join me and I am offering uh, introductory rates. Mm. So much lower than my na- uh, normal rate. So if someone's interested in learning about coaching or if you just want to check out my website, uh, please go to joyfulradiance.com, J-O-Y-F-U-L-R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E, joyfulradiance.com. And feel free to, you know, drop me a line check into this if I can be of support. You can get free articles on my website, very uplifting uh, articles of, you know, whatever. Anyway, I am just here to serve. So thank you for asking. And information on my book is on there too. Okay. Yeah. And we'll be sure to link your website in the show notes so people can find you. Yeah. I really appreciate all the work that you're doing helping people and um thank you yeah i'm a big fan of what you know coaching mediums whatever healers like i think oh, there's yeah. just so many people that can help us aid us to get i think we all have it within and we can access it but sometimes we don't know how to do that or sometimes you feel stuck yeah. it's a different perspective um so i think there's so many people serving right now which I was actually going to ask you that before we wrap up and thought about it earlier and I didn't ask you, but I have heard um, many of us have come down to volunteer to help with this world. Do you, is that a perspective that you share? I do. I don't totally believe that's very true Mm -hmm. that there's people in human form, but also angels and Mm -hmm. beings of light that are assisting oh, so many sources of help through this whole evolutionary process that is occurring right now. Wow. Yeah, I believe there's a lot of help. Yeah. That we're That's nice to hear. 
<laughs> feels yeah. uplifting. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, cool. it's, it's encouraging. It is. It's hopeful. Yeah, it is encouraging. Yeah, it's not easy to go through, but truly, if we can be committed to doing our own personal work and do what we can to keep our vibration high, support others, recognize we're all interconnected. And then there's some other things we can do as well. Um, there's just a lot of things that we can all do. Yeah, yeah I agree. Wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lauren. It, Amazing how fast time goes. It's been such a joy to be yeah, here. Yeah, thank you so much. I love the conversation and, you know, there's a lot going on. So it's, it's always fun to get, you know, everyone's individual perspective and what they're doing with clients or, you know, I think it always comes back to the similar of just love and inner yeah. truth and, you know, trying to be connected and grace and gratitude. So Totally. But, you know, we're human, so sometimes we forget. Yeah. That's why we have shows like this, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to listen to my own show so I can remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all of us need that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. And I will absolutely let you know when it's live. And, um, yeah, we'll just we'll link everything. And I think it's going to be great. So. Thank you. Yeah. It's been such a joy. Thank really you. appreciate it. And I love your questions and your oh, presence. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. I hope you have a great Saturday. And yeah, I'll be I in touch will. with you. You too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Take care. <laughs> Thanks again. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye.